comes free And my shame is all enough Your presence, Lord Oh, oh, oh. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here Come flood this place and fill the Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord, your presence, Lord, There's nothing more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare. You are living hope. Your presence, Lord. Yeah, yeah. I've tasted. The sweetest of love, we might become free, and my shame is on done. Somebody lift your hands and say, Your presence, Lord. Hey, hey, hey. Holy Spirit, you are
Somebody give God some praise. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. 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 We give him all the glory. We give him all the adoration. There is none like unto him. He's the king of kings and the lord of lords. The conquering lion out of the tribe of Judah. Come on, clap your hands, somebody. We praise you, Jesus. Light and life to all he brings. 
Lift up your hands. We bless your name, Jesus. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear
Was one more time.
Somebody give God some praise. We honor you, oh God. We worship. 
worship you, we worship you, Lord. We worship you, Father. Come on, somebody, just open up your mouths and just worship him. Just worship him. Just worship him. His presence is here. 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 Hallelujah. 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 We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. Hallelujah. I just feel there's a praise that is in this place. There's a dance that is in this place that's supposed to come out. Come on, somebody. There's a praise that's supposed to come out. We want to just step out of the ordinary and give God a worship. Come on, somebody. I feel there's a dance in this place. Come on. Clap your hands, somebody. We worship you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to sing it with me this morning. Every praise. Everybody say. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise. Every praise is to our Yeah! 
just want to be a little conservative want to hold back that praise but I listen I'm praising God for just somebody in this place this morning I want to praise God for just one person who was able to make it to Christmas Eve service in spite of what the devil tried in spite of what the enemy said against you you said I'm coming to church and I'm coming to praise open your mouth and He has redeemed us. 
worship God for one second just for one second yeah just for one second and you know what song we're gonna sing just stop the keyboard completely come on let's lift up your man I feel the presence of God I feel the presence of God there's somebody in this place you just want this worship to be yours right now you just don't want to leave that moment that presence hallelujah hallelujah the glory the glory the christmas they call it the christmas story but the christmas is all about the glory of god it started with the glory of god overshadowing a woman the glory the glory as you worship something is about to break something is about to happen the glory of a woman is what she carries yeah. in a womb come on somebody lift up your hands hallelujah. Hey, i don't know if you know this song but i think you know it Oh, the glory of your presence. We are temple.
Praise God. And so today we come to pay homage. We come to pay honor to the divine gift. Amen. And this gift isn't just a one-time experience. But this gift is the gift that keeps on giving. I said this is the gift that keeps on giving. This gift, it gives us peace. It heals us. It restores us. This gift, it shelters us. And he's a shelter in the time of storm. Amen. Can I get a witness in this place? He is the ultimate gift. Join me and declare that Jesus, say Jesus, is the ultimate reason for the season. Amen. Praise God. You see, he's seen us through sickness. Amen. He's seen us through repression and pain. Even when the doctor gives us a negative remote report from January to December, he kept us. Amen. And he's alive. And almighty God. Amen. He's there. And he sent us the gift, the incredible gift, the faithful gift. And his name is Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. And so, Father, we pray for our families. We pray for our communities. We pray for the world. And Lord, we thank you that the light of Christ who shines brightly in every corner. We thank you that this light is dispelling darkness. We thank you that it's bringing renewal and reconciliation. We thank you it's bringing healing. And so God, we honor you and we praise you today, oh God. And so for your people in this season of miracles, we ask that your supernatural intervention... We ask that will be in the lives of everyone who is facing insurmountable challenges. Father, we pray that you fill us with joy and wonder in this season. And we pray that you will help us to remember the true meaning of Christmas. And as we carry the spirit of love, of generosity and compassion, let us carry it throughout this coming year, God. And so, God, we ask you for your grace and your anointing and your, for, for your favor for a great Christmas service today. Father, we pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. And the church says a loud amen. Praise God. You may be seated. I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, that Jesus Christ is definitely in the house. Amen. And I want to tell you, he is certainly the reason for the season. He is certainly the reason why we're alive. Amen. He's the reason why we have the presents under the tree. We have the cake in the oven. We have the pepper pot and the entire shebang. He is the reason for it all. Amen. Clap your hands and give him one more praise in this place. And so ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I want to take this moment to give you a warm, heartfelt welcome to each and every one of you in this very incredible, very, very special Christmas Eve service. Amen. We're so glad you're here, and I want to tell you that each and every one of you here, you have a story, amen? You have a story. The story may be different. You have a journey. You have a unique connection, and it's a message of hope. It's a message of love, and it's a message of Jesus Christ, what he has done in your life. Praise God. 
And so I want to welcome each and every one of you. Thank you for coming to our Christmas service. Uh, if we have anyone visiting for the first or second or third time, can you kindly stand? Let's welcome you. You in the balcony. You on the floor. Praise God. Let's give them a round of applause. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. Amen. Unto us a child is born, but he ain't no more a child. Amen. He is the King of Kings and he is the Lord of Lords. Praise the living Jesus. At this time, I want to call on our brother, John Caetano. He'll do for us a scripture reading. Let's welcome him. Praise God. Morning, morning, Liberty team. Sorry to have you stand again for the word of reading of the word of God. Uh, it looks like fashion week in here today. Yeah, beautiful. Ah, love, love this, love this. You know, over 2,000 years ago, in Bethlehem, liberty was, bo was born, was birthed, you know, and thank God for the babe lying in a manger. He's not a babe anymore. He died, crucified, went to heaven, and he has that decree that he's coming again, that wherever you are, wherever he is, that we will be. That's the one decree that this day, a lot of decrees are going out last couple of weeks but the only decree we got is to stick close to Jesus good morning church um, the reading of the word starts with Luke 2 first verse and it came to pass in those days that went out the decree from Caesar Augusta that all the world she enrolled this was the first enrollment made with Cornelius from the governor of Syria and all went to enroll themselves, every one of his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee and out of the city of Nazareth and into Judea, into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because this was of the house of the family of David, to enroll himself with Mary, who he had betrothed to him. Being great with child, and it came to pass, while they were there, the days were, f were fulfilled, that she, she should be delivered and she brought forth her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn, and there were shepherds in the same country, abiding in the fields and keeping watch by night and over their flock. And an angel of the Lord stood over them, and the glory of the Lord should round about them. And they were so afraid, an angel said unto them, be not afraid, for behold, I bring you the good tidings of great joy that should be to all the people. For this is born the day in you this day in the city of David, a Savior, who, who is Christ the Lord. And this is, is the sign unto you. You shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with angels a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and an earth peace among men, in whom it is well pleased. And it came to pass, when the angels went away from them into heaven, the, sh the shepherds said one into another, Let us now go unto Bethlehem, and see the thing which is come to pass, which the Lord had made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found both Mary and Joseph, and the babe lying in the manger. And there they saw it, they made known concerning the same 
which was spoken to them about the child. And all that heard it wondered at the things which were spoken unto them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things, saying, pondering, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds re resumed glory, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and, and seen, even as it was spoken unto them. May Lord richly act his blessing to this word today. Thank you. Brother John, now for our Christmas play. Sister Joyce and team. By the order of Emperor Augustus, all people must travel to the place of their birth to be registered, registered, registered. All will comply. Your baby boy will one day walk on water. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will save us sons and daughters? Thank you. 
what we're about to do. I'm sorry for the little inconvenience. We are making um, the best of the space that we have. What we're about to do is a story that happened a long, long time ago in Bethlehem. And we're going to just reminisce of that past. And as we read the emperor, he ordered everyone to be registered. And we're going to ask the emperor, he's going to come and do his registration. We have a little bit technical difficulties, so we're going to continue. Um, and this is what the story reads. It came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenus was governor of Syria. All went out to be taxed even into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea onto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be taxed with his exposed wife being great with child, and so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she would be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. When she laid him in a manger, he was her little child. Though the inn was dark and the night was cold, she laid him down and smiled. When she gave birth to the baby, he was her little child. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass. And when they came with haste, they found the baby and Jesus wrapped in a manger. 
And when the shepherds came to worship, he was her little child. Though the inn was dark and the night was cold, she lay him down and smiled. When the shepherds came and worshipped, he was still her little child. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in those days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen the star in the east and have come to worship him. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when the wise man brought him treasures, he was still her little child. Though the inn was dark and the night was cold, she laid him down and smiled. When the wise man brought him treasures, he was still her little child. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days, as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind Jerusalem. And Joseph, his mother, knew not. But they, supposing him to have been in company, went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintances. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem. Seeing him, it came to pass. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting, gathered among the doctors and both learned men and women. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding. And when he grew in strength and wisdom, he was still her little child. Though the inn was dark and the night was cold, she laid him down and smiled. And when he grew in strength and wisdom, he was still her little child. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. When the people call him Jesus, he was still her little child. Though the inn was dark and the night was cold, she laid him down and smiled. When the people call him Jesus, he was still her little child. Okay. 
that is part one. We have another session coming on. And on that night, an angel's choir had journeyed from afar. The greatest gift that God could give became the Vermont Christmas star. There's a light that shines on everyone, burning brighter every day. Souls who search for peace on earth is their Christmas star that lights the way. This Christmas, as we celebrate his birth once more, which took place nearly 2,000 years ago, let us remember that we are the messengers of God's love and to this lost and dying world. This is our mission. You and I might be the only Christians some people will ever know, and our responsibilities is to share the good news of Jesus with them. Tell them about his love, his sacrifice, and his saving grace. The angel said, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you Great tidings of great joy, good tidings of great joy, which shall be for all people. Today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord.
Mary, did you know? The song, Mary, did you know?
Can we put our hands together one more time to encourage them, amen? Praise God. God is faithful, amen? They have such a short time and they deliver such a massive performance. All for the glory and honor of the Lord, amen? At first we had a little uh, shirt coming. But Jesus had a shirt coming. He was born in a manger, right? But now he's the King of Kings and he's the Lord of Lords, amen? And he's at the right hand of God making intercessions for you and for me. Brother Daddy, would you come and sing for us? Praise the Lord. Can you give me a little more volume here, please? Well, this is going to be a triple portion. You know, the double portion. The song that I'm singing is going to be the third time it's going to be sung. <laughs> I was looking for Sister Reed to tell her to bypass, but I don't know where she is. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord this morning. He's the reason for the season. Had it been for Christ, we'd be all lost, rotten, and forgotten. But thank God that he left the splendor of heaven and came down. Born in a manger, walked the face of the earth, taught men and women about his father's kingdom, went to the cross, died and rose, and he's alive today. Hallelujah. That's why we celebrate Christmas. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? 
this child that you deliver will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby born gives sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby born calm the storm with his hands? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels run? When you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. Oh, Mary, did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Mary, did you know? Did you know? will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again, the lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb. Mary, did you know, 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 Mary, did you know? your baby boy is Lord of all creation. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nation? Did you know that your baby boy was heaven perfect plan? and child you're holding is a grave Oh, Mary, did you know, did you know that Jesus is the great, he's the great I Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Dalu. Such a marvelous song. Amen. Beautiful rendition. The baby boy is no more more a boy. Amen. But he's a king and he reigns supreme in the universe, in creation, and in heaven. Um, Can the technical team, can you project the promotional uh, flyer for the New Year's Eve service? Praise God. Yeah. So there you have it. So beautiful, right? An incredible lineup. Mighty man of valors. Amen. We have Pastor Passat, Pastor Jonathan, Pastor Joe, Sister Rachel, Pastor Jesse, and Imran Henry. Amen. Praise God. So next Sunday, turn to the person next to you and tell them next Sunday, we're having a double blessing. Yeah. We have the first service at 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning. Amen. And then we have the 
we end in strong. Amen. We're going to end it strong at 9.30 p.m. for the Sunday evening New Year's Eve service. And let me say how grateful, how thankful, and how incredibly excited we are for the successful mega banquet that we had last Sunday night. How many of you were there last Sunday night? Wow. So just a few of you. Well, you know what? All of you here and those who are streaming in line, who are there at the banquet, we want to we invite you to come to these special, incredible, wonderful services. Amen? Make an effort. Bring a friend. Bring an auntie, an uncle, a friend, a neighbor. Amen? And we're going to end the year strong. Amen? End the year strong with the goodness of God. Amen? We're ending it strong with the goodness of God. At this time, I want to call on our Reverend uh, Carlos. He's going to come and make a few uh, remarks, Christmas remarks. Praise God. A brief uh, Christmas remark. Thank you. This is amazing. Beautiful. And I want to give a word of appreciation to my host, my girl. And Gladys, and Joe, and Rachel. And I want to let you all know that I'm a part of the Passad family. I'm, I'm, I'm no stranger. But this is not about me this morning. This is about Jesus. Amen. Amen? That's why we're here today, to praise Jesus. And John said something that is really what I want to say and talk about just for a few minutes. Not preaching, but just to say a few things. Jesus came, and Jesus is coming back. Amen? Amen? And if we look at some of the comparisons, we will see that in his first coming, he came in humility. He came as a babe. And he was born in a manger, a manger, a, a, a place for animals and sheep. But when he comes a second time, he's coming in majesty. He's coming in glory. Hallelujah. And, and this is something that we all should be aspiring to. We did not see the first coming. But we will see the second coming. Amen. Whether we are alive or whether we are dead, we will see the second coming. And those who do not know Jesus Christ, as the Lord and Savior will be resurrected, but it will be a resurrection to damnation. His first coming was marked by the star. There was a great star, and the wise man came and presented gifts. At his second coming, the heavens will roll back. 
It will be the greatest event that this world will ever see. There will be the sound of the trumpet. There will be the voice of God. The whole world will know. You know when he first came, just a few shepherds were told by the angels. But in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 7, it says, every eye shall see him. And those who crucified him, they will wail because of him. At his first coming, he came as a servant. He came to serve. But at his second coming, he's coming to rule. He will rule the world with a rod of iron. There will be 1,000 years of millennium of peace. And Jesus will be the ruler. And may I add, those of us who serve Jesus Christ will rule with him. What a time that will be. At his first coming, John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. At his second coming, he will not be coming as a lamb, but he will be coming as a judge. At his first coming, he came to his own, and his own received him not. At his second coming, every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. At his first coming, he came to redeem the souls of men. At his second coming, he's coming to redeem the body. Of believers. No more pain. No more sickness. No more death. Hallelujah. The Bible says we shall be changed. In a moment. In the twinkling of an eye. The dead in Christ shall rise first. And then those of us who are alive shall be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air. And John said also that, in Corinthians, sorry, it says that this body shall put off corruption and we shall be changed into incorruptible bodies. Amen. Amen. And so, 
Our bodies might suffer now. But as soon, I believe soon and very soon, we'll be free from pain and sickness and suffering. Oh, what hope. What hope we have this morning, friends. Brothers and sisters, we have the hope that one day Jesus will come for us. Are you looking for that? I am. Hallelujah. At his first coming, as I said before, the few shepherds saw him. But you know when he comes for us, he is going to take us to be with him at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Hallelujah. When he told his disciples, you will drink with me one day. In my father's house, you will share with me at that great feast. What a time that will be. To share in the fellowship with the one we love so much. I admired the folks this morning as they sang and as they worshiped Jesus. But imagine what it will be like when we all get together. What a day of rejoicing that will be. I will see my wife again. I so want you, I want to challenge you. Love Jesus. Live for him. Serve him. Yes, sir. Because we are looking for his soon return. God Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Minister Reverend Carlos. Such great and timely word. Praise God. Everyone, may I invite you to rise from your seats, please? The balcony and the floor. Thank you very kindly. Praise God. We are uh, really, truly grateful and appreciative for this rich, beautiful, incredible, outstanding crowd. Amen? Praise God. Give yourself a round of applause. You really show up and show out for the Lord. Amen? The honor, the birth of Christ. And so it is time for us to feast on the word. Amen? And so it is with great joy and excitement that I present to you our esteemed speaker who will share the Christmas message this morning. Amen? He will present to you the word who became flesh. And so, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. Join with me as we welcome, as we give an exciting, enthusiastic welcome to the man of God, no other than Pastor Joe Passan, who will speak to us. Praise God. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain. Our Jesus Christ is born. One more time, say go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain. 
I mean, give him a Christmas Eve shout. Aren't you happy to be alive this morning? Aren't you happy to be kicking? God is awesome and he's wonderful and he's great. And it's good to see all of you here this morning. Look at this. Amen. COVID can't keep you down. Sickness can't keep you back. The weather can't keep you from coming. This is a great day for us to celebrate the goodness of God. And so turn to your neighbor and say, I'm so happy to see you this morning. (coughs) I'm happy to see you this morning. Amen. And uh, I want to welcome all of you. People are coming from, people are here from all over the place and I want to welcome you. Those of you who are here for the first time and you stood up earlier, I want to give you a personal welcome to Liberty Church this morning. Come on, let's give all of our visitors a welcome. I see, I see in the congregation our good friends, Brother Gafur, Sharda, and the family. Come on, give them all the way from Florida. Oh, thank you so much. All of you who have come. And we have, we have in our midst, we have Miss Lira, who is a leading uh, coordinator and uh, connection in the, in the Asian community. Let's give Miss Lira a round of applause. Amen. We have with us from the mayor's office and detail, Sergeant Kabir. Let's give him a round of applause. And for all of you who are here, now, y'all here at the mayor's office, y'all are going to behave well now when you heard a surgeon is in the house. Amen. You're going to behave well. Amen. But when we come into the house of God, we forget everything and we, we concentrate on God. We don't look at who wears what. We don't look at what, who came. We came to serve the true and the living God. And we don't look to see who wore what. Some people may say, eh, you ain't wear no red, you ain't wear no white. No, we didn't come to look at colors. We came to look at him, Jesus Christ. He's the reason for the season. He's the, if you take Christ out of Christmas, you're going to be left with an empty mass. But we put in Christ in Christmas, for he is the one who came to redeem the world. And so I want to thank all of you. I want to read a scripture And that is from Luke, from Matthew, sorry. Matthew chapter 2 and verses 1. I'd like to also have you consider, so many of you have started coming to Liberty this year. And we are not forcing any of you to become members or anything like that. But I've always said that if you like this place... For this season in your life, you should consider not for the rest of your life. Maybe if you would come for the rest of your life, that would be good. I would love that. But if you can put two to three to four years saying, I'm going to serve in this place. And, you know, most pastors will never tell you that. They'll tell you, come, belong to my church and you be here for the rest of your life. I cannot hold anybody's down. 
Who am I to hold anyone down? But God places you at seasons in your life for you to be in a place. And when you're in that place, serve it faithfully. Serve it with your full heart. Now, I, am, I, I believe that if you serve for two, three years, you're going to want to serve another two, three years after that. So the reason why I'm saying that, we have something called Grow Track. And if you can put that up, that up in that screen. <coughs> Our, one of my associate pastors, Pastor Jesse, is going to be here this weekend. And uh, Grow Track, if you take this class, it doesn't necessarily mean you automatically have to be a member. It's up to you. You want to follow or you just want to learn. But for those who are new to our church, I would encourage you to register for this Saturday at 2 o'clock. It's called Grow Track. It's, how, it's learning about our organization, how you can belong, how you can connect, how you can discover, and how you can serve. You may want to know a little bit more about our church. He covers that in this class. You may want to know a little bit about how to study the word. He covers it in this class. How to... How to discover your gifts and your callings. He covers it in this class. So I want to, they're going to take some registrations after service today. And I want you to consider coming 2 o'clock. It's about a three-hour course on Saturday. So we want you to be there. And then New Year's Eve is next Sunday. And how many of you are going to be in the house of God next Sunday? If we have such a great crowd, then we're going to, we're going to spill over next Sunday. Amen. You know, that's a little teepid there. Amen. If you're going to be here next Sunday, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And then tell your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. We're having two services. And I don't know if you want to say this, but say, if you could, I'll be here for both. I know it's a little more quiet, but, but let's say this. I'll be here for at least one. Wait a second, we should have everybody saying that. Amen. I want you to be here for both, but if you can, at least one of those services. And the night service is always a great one. Matthew chapter 2 and verses 1. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, the king beheld there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that was born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard these things, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Jesus should be born. And they said unto him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, Thou Bethlehem in the land of Judea are not thou least among the princes of Judea. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star would appear. And he sent them to Bethlehem and says, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I may come and worship him. And when they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them. 
till it came and stood over where the young child was. And they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come unto the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not depart to Herod, they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Father, I thank you this morning that you are still leading us. You sent your son Christ to guide us. We don't need a star, we need you. This morning, our hearts cry out for you. And I pray this day that you will touch us, you will heal us, you will open the blinded eyes, open the dumb tongues, let the deaf hear, give us spiritual eyes, spiritual mouths, and be able to see the things that you want us to see. In this dark world, I pray that you'll reveal yourself in the mighty name of Jesus. I give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church say, come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Come on, shout hallelujah. You may be seated. You may be seated. I'd like to speak to you this morning on the subject, they came seeking the true king. They came seeking the true king. The true king is not an ordinary king. As a matter of fact, we have a lot of kings that's raising up all over the world. A lot of people would like to say they're in charge. And a lot of people would like to say that they are rulers. But every ruler who has ever come upon this earth... Every single one of them, even though they may have been powerful for a period of time, they are still in the grave. They may have ruled the known world. They may have ruled many countries. But when death comes to you, they are mortal just like everybody else. And they succumb to death. But there is one king. One king. When he was born, kings were looking for him. When he was born, wise men came watching for him. When he was born, he shook the world. Because the king at that time wanted to find him. Not to worship him, but to kill him. Watch out for those who claim they like you. But in fact, what they want to do is get close to you to kill you. I'm not talking about real killing you with a gun or a dagger. But there's some people who would like to get close to you to bring you down. 
Watch out for everybody who wants to get close to you. You have to put a line around you. And the line must be filled with the presence of God. If you allow yourself to just be open to the world and open and be naked to everybody and everything, you're going to have a very ruthless and it's going to be a very bitter life. Guard yourself as to who, what, and where, who is going to become what they want to be with you. Everybody wants to know you when you have something. Not a lot of people know you when you have nothing. There are people who will only be your friend when you can give them something. But the right friends are those who are friends with you, whether you can give them anything or not. All they want is to be with you and be a friend. You know, that's why there's some people who are very rich. They'll never tolerate anyone close to them. Because the first thing they will ask you, if you open up your life to them is, can you give me some money? And that's why people do not want everybody around them because life is not just about things. It's not about money only. Life is about peace. Life is about joy and being able to enjoy the things of this world, of, of Christ. Life means that when you put your head on the pillow at night, you're able to sleep well. Life means that you have no art against anybody. Life means that you can smile with each other. You don't hold jealousy, nor anger, nor pride against people. Life means, and for you to live that life, it has to come from God. If you live it in your own strength, you will fail. But when you live it with Christ, you will succeed. The scripture says that when Jesus was born in Bethlehem, there was wise men who sought him out. And there are three things I want to talk to you about this morning. One... The solidarity about his birth. Second, the universality of his birth. And the third, the mystery of where his birth took place. I want you to know that when the wise men heard that there was a baby that was going to be born, who was going to be the king? The scripture says that a star was in the east that ministered to them. Now I want the world to understand. Astrologists have taken stargazing and made it their own career. But my God, he made all the stars. And he can count the stars. Yeah. 
As a matter of fact, did you know that they, they can't even count all the stars? There's not one million stars. There is not one billion stars. One count says there is 22 sextillion stars. That is billions of billions of stars. And did you know how long it takes to get to our closest star? Our closest star is four light years away. Which means that if you had a spaceship traveling at the speed of light. Those of you who are, remember the speed of light. Do you know what the speed of light is? 186,000 miles per second blink your eye open it back that spaceship has to travel 186,000 miles in that blink of the eye do you know how long it will take to get to our closest star four years if you have a spaceship traveling at that speed the average jet it's good to see you, Dr. Kendall. The average jet travels between 600 to 800 miles per hour. And what I'm saying is, man can only go so far. Elon Musk is trying to go to Mars, and he can only go so far. But God made not only the first star for light years away but he made millions more that is beyond every galaxy and every milky way and every single one of the dimensions of this universe my god who made you this morning is powerful is awesome and he is great somebody put your hands together <coughs> but when jesus was born in a manger he did not have television to proclaim the birth of Christ. There was no Verizon cell phone to send a text message, Jesus is born. But he will use angels. He will use stars. He will use the music of heaven to proclaim a child is born. And I want you this morning to understand you do not need all of the modern crutchments and modernization for you to live this life. What you need is Jesus and his blood. All you need is Jesus and his love. All you need is the love of God which passes all understanding. You don't need a lot. All you need is to have faith in God. Because if you follow the world's economy, you will fail. If you follow the world's news, you will get depressed. If you follow Fox and CNN, you will want to close down your life. But we don't follow none of that. We follow God and his word. Come on, somebody, put your hands together and shout. We follow the true and the living God. He made the world and he woke us up this morning. So when wise men heard about the news of a king was born, 
they knew something was up because generally men of reproof would only go after big men sitting on a throne. But this was one time a baby moved wise men from different countries to come to a place called Jerusalem to find this boy. Generally, you will go and find Biden in the White House. Or Trump when he was there. God help us. Or your prime minister or your president. Because they have the power. But what power did that little baby boy have? What power did that little baby that was going to be born? In man's eyes, there's no power. But something got into those wise men to say there is enormous power in that little boy wherever he was. And the scriptures does not give the specifics, but they made the trip on hundreds and thousands of miles just to find the little boy. If they made the trip for thousands of miles to find the little boy, I came to tell you that little boy is not a little boy anymore. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And he says, if you come unto me, I will in no wise cast you out. And if you put your trust in him, he says, I will deliver you out of your trouble. He's not a little boy anymore in the, in the, tool, in, in the manger. He is the King of kings and he's the Lord of lords. And he's the one who can heal your disease. He's the one who can supply your every need. He's the one who can make you somebody out of nobody. Somebody shout, I know who he is. He's the one who made the storm stop. Hey, he's the one who turned the one who was blind and give him sight. He's the one who, the one who could not walk, he made him walk. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about this little baby that we celebrate called Jesus Christ at Christmas is not a baby anymore, but he is up in heaven as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And as the man of God says, he's coming back and he's coming back soon. And you better be ready for he says in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, the trump shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. Somebody need to shout hallelujah. It's called the great hope of Jesus Christ. The solidarity of his birth brought wise men together. Reverend Mason, there are things that happen in this life where people don't talk to each other. But when something happens that is historic, people will stop and get together. I don't know if they have the map, but if you have the map, I, I give you a map. Where did these wise men come from? These wise men, where is, just around here, is Israel. Just around there, that little time there. The east, where is the east? To the right. When you look across the east, 
History says these wise men came from strategic places. One came from the Middle East that covers now over 2 billion people. One came from India. Did you know that? And in those days, India was Pakistan, Afghanistan, and all Bangladesh, and every place there. One came from India. And then, uh, uh, as they would say, one came from China. Why am I saying that? If you add up the population of China, India, and the Middle East, you are getting close to half of the world's population. Somebody understand the strategicness of why he pulled it from, the, from that area. So what he was saying is, he was looking forward in the lens of history, saying, I'm going to bring people from the greatest parts of this world 2,000 years later where we have 8 billion people in the world. He pulls the wise men from half of the world's population today. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So he came unto his own and his own refused him. But he had stretches that went beyond what everyone else was looking at. Some people were only looking at the Jewish nation, but he looked beyond the Jewish nation. And he says, China, I need you to know that I came for you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Come on, shout hallelujah. He wanted you to know that India, I came for you. And he wanted you to know that even though you become a billion four today, I still came for you. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so that is the solidarity of, his, of, the, of the wise men. They came together. Second, the universality of this birth. These kings came from various nations. Persia, India, China, Africa. And they came together to worship the king of kings. The final thing I like to say this morning is the mystery of his place of birth. The location of where this young boy was, Jesus Christ, was not broadcast to every place because sometimes you have to watch who knows what Sergeant Kabir you guys have your way of how you protect the mayor not every place and every Tom Dick and Harry will know where he is if anyone protects Biden not everybody knows where he is you only know if you are trusted you only know if you should know. There are some people who he wanted to know. He wanted the wise men to know where he was. And sometimes we believe the big shots should know all about us. But Herod, he did not want Herod to know where the baby was. Because Herod had ulterior motives. Watch who knows about you. 
because not everybody loves to protect you. Some will will act like they want you, but they're actually out to get you. But we're not going to live in fear this morning. We're going to live in faith this morning. We're going to live feeling that everything is coming down upon us. We're going to live and say, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. The Bible says, and, and, and tradition says, that the wise men were moved because Jesus was revealed by the star wherever they were. So if they saw the star in China... It was Jesus they were seeing up in the heavens. If they saw the star in India, it was Jesus that they were seeing up in India. If they saw the star in Saudi Arabia, it was Jesus that they were seeing. And that star was guiding them. Herod, even though he was the king, God has a way. He will shut the eyes of your enemies so that they cannot hit you down. Come on, somebody. You're hearing what I'm saying. Not everybody is open to who God wants to do with you. Because God is about to do certain good things about you. But believe it or not, there are some people in high places and some people in low places and some people in all places. They are not supposed to know your next step. Because your next step is ordered by God. And when he says, it's only for you to know, and only for you to know, but for you, I don't want you to know, because I don't know what you're going to do with that information. Leave it up to God, because God has something up his sleeves for you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing, even at your job, not everybody's eyes are open to take you to your next level. There are some people, God's going to block their eyes. So that he could protect you from danger. You you, you understand there's some people who want to plot against you. But God is going to close their eyes to you. The Bible says Herod who was the king wanted to know where this baby was. Reverend Mason he didn't want to know where the baby was to worship him. He wanted to know where the baby was so he could kill him. Some people... They don't want to know how you're advancing. They just want to know, can they bring you down? But I came to tell you that 2024 is going to be one of your greatest years that you've ever had. Every enemy that came against you to bring you down, God is going to put a standard. And what was meant for evil, God is going to turn it to good. What was meant to turn you down, God is going to turn you up. What was meant to defeat you, God is going to make you victorious. I'm declaring it over you and your family in 2024. Anybody believe it, raise your hands and shout hallelujah. And say, I believe it in the name of Jesus that in 2024, no devil is going to defeat me. No enemy is going to bring me down. God is going to blind the eyes of my enemies so that I could go to my next level. Somebody need to give God a praise, a glory. (coughs) Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's a mystery. The location is a mystery. 
And let me tell you, there wasn't no armed guards. They didn't have sergeants out there. They didn't have no guns out there. You know who he had protecting that manger? It was the Holy Spirit. It was angels protecting that manger. Didn't you think that Herod would have stormed that manger and take that baby away? But when God is for you, who can be against you? I don't care where you go. I don't care what danger you're in. When you're in the shadow of the valley of death, you will fear no evil. For he is with you. His rod and his staff, it will comfort you. And you do not have to be afraid. Walk through this path without fear. I've been to all over the world. And as a matter of fact, I, you heard my story of being to Haiti. And during that time, Reverend Mason, I was conducting a big revival with thousands of people, 15,000 people. And the voodoo doctor was working to try to kill me. Come on, somebody. But you know I was never afraid. Come on, if you were ever afraid, you are going to run like a crazy I was never afraid because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I was never afraid. My wife and I were in the Congo last year. Congo is one of the most dangerous places in the face of the earth. They told me we're gonna, they're going to delay us in Congo for four days. I cannot leave the country. That night I was supposed to catch a plane to Paris with my wife. They said, no, you got to stay here. I wanted you to know that there's nothing like prayers. There's nothing that when you call upon the name of God, what God can do. We text, we text the 24-hour group. Is Sister uh, Leona here yet? Amen. Did she come back yet? She heads up her 24-hour prayer. I, 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 I sent a message. I says, pray now. They want to delay us. And my wife, she was there to me, and she's probably looking at me as if I'm going to flint. And she, she, I ain't flinting. I I'm strong like a lion. Even though I have a little fear inside, she don't know what's happening. I'm just standing there. And I know. But here's what I knew. From the moment that I was told I was going to be detained for four days, I knew I was getting out within two hours. I, I just know it. I just knew it. I just knew it. Long story short, they held us for two, for two hours. And they had to hold a plane, 747 jumbo jet, with 400 and something passengers. You know, sometimes when they announce, ladies and gentlemen, here, here's what I'm telling you that the plane is delayed. Well, I heard those, the plane is delayed. They didn't know that God's man was in the airport and that plane could not go without me because God says, you're going to leave this place. I don't care what the government says. I don't care what the immigration say. I don't care what they say. God has the final say. Oh, let me tell you something. You're going to go through 2024 with strength, with vitality, with energy. You're not going to fare no evil. For thou art with you, the rod and the staff will comfort you. <coughs> so Herod says, the three wise men went to Herod because they taught Herod who was the king will know everything. I want you to know that earthly kings have their limitations. I want you to know that earthly power men have their limitations. God will only do what he wants to do to who he wants to do it. 
And I want you to know that they went to Herod. And they said, Herod, this is your territory. Tell us where the baby is. Herod says, "Mm -mm. you don't know, I don't know. But if you know, come tell me. And I want you to know that they have what you call counterintelligence. Because the minute Herod, these three wise men left the palace looking for the baby. Herod had counterintelligence agents behind them. So what they see, they should see. So that they can report it back. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But I don't care who following you. I don't care what counterintelligence they come after you. If God be for you, who can be against you? God is going to put a covering over you. And he's going to put you in places that they can't see you. Has anybody been through certain things this year? And you do not understand how it is that you have gotten out of it. Well, I came to tell you, it is God who sent angels around you to take care of you. Cancer could not take you out. Bullets could not take you out. Sickness could not take you out. COVID could not take you out. You know the blood of Jesus. The angels are over you. To give charge over you. To keep you and protect you. Is anybody here here? Now who is believing that you're going to be protected by God? Lift your hands and shout hallelujah. I believe that God has a word for us this morning as I close. Because as those three wise men went searching for baby Jesus, they found where he was and they came unto the house in verse 11 and they saw the young child and his mother and fell down and worshiped him. One of the first things you have to know is that you do not worship idols, but you worship the king of kings. But they knew this was God in flesh. For the Bible says in John chapter 1 and verses 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the light, life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. There in the manger was the baby Jesus but he was God in flesh and the three wise men bow down and worship him and they presented unto him three gifts gold frankincense and myrrh they presented gold because Reverend Mason he is royalty They presented gold 
because he is precious. They presented gold because it is one of the highest metals of value that you could find. It represents gold. And the Bible says he will bring a little heaven down to earth. For I read in Revelation that says the streets are paved with gold. So if gold is in heaven, he brought a little gold as a token of appreciation. If you are going to bow before the king of kings, you better bring your best before him. Don't bring your halfway before him. Bring your best before him. When you come to give him your best praise, give him your best praise. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. I was on a plane. We were going to India a month ago. And while we were there, somebody kneels down as the plane is taken off and praying to God for safety. I want you to know you can come before God at any time, at any place, at any how, because you are before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and you bring your best before him. When you come before him, you don't bring your halfway praise. You don't bring your halfway anything. You bring your fullness because he gives you the fullness of joy. I'm going to declaring to you this morning that as you end this year, you're going to give your best to God. Is there anybody ready to say, Pastor, I am with you. I'm going to give my best to God. Hallelujah. I'm going to give my best clap to God. Let's, uh, let's try that. Is that your best clap to God? I'm going to give my best worship to God with my voice. I'm going to shout hallelujah. I'm going to give him a best, a best vote of thanks with my voice. I'm going to shout. Somebody shout amen. Shout amen one more time. I'm going to give it to God. So when I give, I give gold to him. We're going to pick up the offering in a while. I'm going to give my best to God. It's not going to us. It's going to God. It's going to the kingdom. And then he says, I'm going to give frankincense. Gold, frankincense. Frankincense is used to reduce anxiety and depression. And if applied on your skin, it makes you look young and it reduces wrinkles. It must be that some of you are using frankincense. Because a lot of you, your wrinkles are gone. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, your skin looks smooth. I didn't know you were using frankincense. Frankincense has a way of reducing anxiety and reducing depression. And it has a way of making you look young. When you are in God, you are going to be young in spirit. Oh, y'all don't want to hear from me. When you are in God, you are, amen, all them wrinkles that everybody else have. You, your wrinkles is godly wrinkles. God is about to touch some people here this morning. God's about to renew some strength this morning. He's about to give you some frankincense. And then, and, and then not only is it help you with wrinkles and reduces inflammation and pain. Some of you got knee pain. Some of you got back pain. 
Some of you got other pains. What, what, what the wise men did was present something that's going to represent what the Spirit of God can do. He can reduce every pain in your body. He can reduce every ache in your, in your bones. He can take you from who you are and turn you around. Is anybody ready for a miracle this morning? You can get a miracle this Christmas time. Anybody looking for a healing? He can bring a healing. There's frankincense in the house. And then the final thing he gives is not only gold, frankincense, but he gives myrrh. Myrrh is a preservation of if you're dead, it preserves. But what it represents is that myrrh will take you from deadness and bring you back to life. And what it represents is myrrh has a bitterness about it that many of us have to go through a bitter period in our life. Come on, I'm closing here. Life is not better roses only. If you have lived through this life, you have suffered sometime in your life. And if you have never suffered, then you have not lived life. But if you have suffered, and Dr. Kendall, if you have cried, and if you have had pain, and it feels like nobody understands what you're going through, I came to tell you that the good Lord knows what you have been going through. And like Mary, Mary pondered it in her heart and did not say a lot to everybody. But Mary kept it in her heart and she knew that God was going to take care of her. And didn't you think that when Mary had that baby before it was birthed, that the devil wanted to kill her and the baby. But God provided a way of escape for her. And some people are going going through some hardships in life and you're worried about who will protect you. Well, I came to tell you, look no further onto the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help coming from the Lord. The good Lord up there is going to protect you. Men may try to destroy you, but he will keep you in all your ways. Is anybody ready to shout hallelujah? <coughs> hallelujah. Stand to your feet. He's giving you some myrrh. Certain bitterness you've had to go through. Certain sorrows that you had to go through. He's going to send frankincense to smooth away the bitterness. He's going to send gold to give you a connection to royalty. And the Bible says, as they had presented these gifts before the baby, they were going to raise up and go tell Herod where he was. But how many of you know that God is going to speak to you in dreams and visions? When they went and were about to go to Herod, they had a dream. And the dream says, do not go to Herod, go back home. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. God's sending you to safety. Herod is not a safe place. Your home is a safe place. I want all of you to go to your home. And when you go to your home, don't look at it as a place 
where it reminds you of suffering and trouble as you enter into that home this day put your hands by the door and say from this day forward bitterness has to leave my home from this day forward sorrow has to leave my home from this day forward the presence of God will be in my home you're going to end this year laying on your bed in a pillow sleeping like a baby because God is going to give you back what the devil stole from you you're going to live and not die and you are going to be able to face 2024 with strength vitality, faith, peace, and love. And when anybody troubles you in 2024, you got peace like a river. You got joy like a fountain. You got love like an ocean. And it's all around you. Don't let them command your spirit. Let the Holy Spirit command your spirit. And let your spirit become his spirit so that you could live a maximum purpose-filled life irrespective of who what and where you're strong and you're mighty to the pulling down of the strongholds somebody put your hands together and shout hallelujah So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're all together lovely, all together
will become lonely and you you know that a crowd of people want to hear from you but you you still have to give of yourself and for for the last three years four years God has kept me safe God has kept man of God minister Imran because we're tagging together to me this and a lot of you who are serving but within the last three weeks something attacked my throat to stop me from ministering the gospel but you did not see me advocate the pulpit none of those three months, three weeks in the midst of my cough in the midst of my suffering I still know I have a job to do and I know that God is going to heal me of this throat cough that has been hitting me for the last three weeks but what I'm saying is I could not let that determine what my ministry is for the world because people want to hear a message. And I came to tell somebody this morning, you in your own way have a gift to this world. Don't leave it home. Carry it in spite of your troubles. Smile and take the world. Shine your lights. Let's sing it again. To Satan, you're my God. You're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to be. King of all days, King of all days, oh so
Where there is weakness, bring strength. Where there is chaos, bring peace. Where there is darkness, bring light. We celebrate you. Lift those hands higher. We celebrate the King of Kings. We celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Loose those hands and give him a praise and yeah. shout Jesus, oh God. Lord, we come against every assignment of the enemy. Against Pastor Joe's throat. God, we come against every infection. We come against every assignment of darkness. God, we destroy the plans of the enemy right now. We pray, God, for healing. We pray, God, for healing by the power of the Holy Spirit. God, we come against every demonic assignment. We break every demonic assignment right now. We pray, God, that His voice, oh God, will be restored a hundredfold by the power of yes. the Holy Ghost. Father, we declare healing. We declare healing by the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Yes. Come on, somebody. Release your healing yes. now, God. Yes. Release yes. your power now. God, we stand up against every assignment of darkness. Thank you, In Lord. Jesus' name. Thank you. Come in on. Jesus name. We believe it, we believe it. Whoa. And so now, for every one of you who are here, it is God's will that you have a great year ending. And it's God's will that this year, you have the best year that you've ever had. And it's also God's will that you end this year next week in church. We got two services. Put it back up there. Two services. Not 10 o'clock next week. What time next week? 9.30 in the morning. And 9.30 in the night. Somebody shout 9.30. It's going to be an awesome time. We're going to pack this place out. Both services. It's going to be a great, great time. And uh, we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful end of the year. I pray for Sister Kathy's mother in the mighty name of Jesus. Heal her right now in Jesus' name. Everyone, we thank God. Sister Ruby, where are you? You're here. Amen. Sister Ruby, we pray for your husband. I pray for a complete touch over him. That God will give him a complete healing over his lungs, over his heart, over every organ in the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody who's here need a healing, raise your hands. Any hands that's raised. I pray, God, you'll give them a complete touch. Every pain, every ache, every sickness, every disease must go in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to give to God. Keep standing. <coughs> As a matter of fact, sit down for one minute. 
one minute. And as you sit down, tell your neighbor, Merry Christmas. And then tell your neighbor, you look so good. You hardly got wrinkles on you. All right, now, there are three ways to give. As a matter of fact, as I was saying last week, if you are looking to write off in your taxes, you have up until next week, midnight, to do that. So if you want to write off another amount, you got to make sure you donate it today or next week. So you can do it in three ways. Your tithes, your offering. You can go to our, our, our website, libertychurchny.org, and give by debit or credit, libertychurchny.org. You can go to Cash App, Liberty CH, Liberty CH, on Cash App and give. Or you can give today by check or by cash and with your envelope. I want you to lift your envelope before God. Or if you're given by online, lift your phone, lift it before God and say, this is my offering. I, God has given it to me. I return it to him with a willing heart in the name of Jesus. Any extra will be appreciated as the end of the year expenses helps us a lot. You're going to stand. I'm going to ask my dad. He's going to come and close us off as you give unto God. Sing a song, men of God. Somebody shout, see you next week. Don't leave yet. Stand up. We sing a song. Dad is going to come. And he's going to close up. The men of God are going to pick up Pray the, the offering. Amen. Let him sing. Amen. Sing. Feliz Navidad. <coughs> Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero ano y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, best for one Felicidad. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas on the bottom of my heart. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for a good message this morning. Hallelujah. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be unto all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. He born 2,000 years ago, but he can, he can be born, he can be birthed in your heart as you open your heart and receive him. Amen. And become king of kings of your life and lord of lords. And he will return for you one of these days. If you're, if you're dead or alive, he will come for you. Thank you. God bless you. Father, I pray you bless the offering. And thank you for, oh God, for the good message this morning. Thank you for all the, the presentation for the children and everyone. I pray in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost that you will cover us by the blood. Prepare, protect us from all dangers seen and unseen. 
and give us a good week until we come back next Sunday. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Monday night, Wednesday night, Friday night. Thank you. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Woo.